Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Get in position. Don't go weapons free unless I tell you, but be ready for anything. If a tap dancing dinosaur steps out of that pod, I don't want to hear you so much as blink. I'll set the Barney sensors to maximum prejudice, sir. This is a crisis situation, so you're going to take this as seriously as you possibly can. Uh, quick cue. Why are we gearing up like we're about to hit the OK Corral? If that really is Captain Loveless, shouldn't we be getting ready to break bread with the Space Cavalry? That's an enormous if. And we're not taking any risks, at least not until- Whoa! Whoa! Stop right there! Uh... Back away. Back away right now. Uh Uh-uh. Not until you lower that gun. Drop it now. Back away and let me through. Not how it works. Nobody comes into my station pointing a gun at my crew. So hand it over or turn the hell around. I'm not just surrendering to any- Hey, hey, easy. Let's all count to ten before anybody starts asking if anybody else is feeling lucky, okay? Who the hell are you? Doug Eiffel, comms officer, big fan. Let's talk. Sirs, please. We're all friendlies here, so let's just- What happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided? Uh, Gesundheit? Blue ship, red ship, collided. What happened? I'm really not sure what- Both crews were marooned. 
He's not command level. He never got the authentication codes. Confirmation. Victor Uniform Lima Charlie Charlie Alpha Alpha November. November. It really is the Hephaestus? It is. I'm Lieutenant Commander Renee Minkowski. Your successor. How? That's a really interesting story, which we can totally get into. Right after a tiny bit of disarmament. Take it. How? There you go. Isn't that much... Wait. The clip is empty. What's the point of carrying an empty gun? How? How did you bring me back here? Why did you bring me back here? Welcome to Wolf 359. So if you're listening to this, run and hide. Because by the time I'm done with you, you will feel more helpless and more alone than all the innocent people you've ever heard. See you soon. You actually found these. A bit too late. We still got to find out about Command's turn to the dark side the hard way. But that's all you heard? Just those six logs, plus the SOS you hardwired into the aux system. So... If you'll forgive my bluntness, Captain, I think we need to know. What happened after that last recording? I suppose you've gathered the basics. My team had been constructing a vessel to get off this station and return to Earth. How? (laughs) Trial and error. We cannibalized the station's infrastructure. For the first hundred days, it seemed completely impossible. Then it seemed mostly impossible. The main problem was always power. We didn't have anything strong enough to get us out of the star system. But Fourier, one of our astrophysicists, finally cracked it. She figured out how to rewire the core from one of the station's VX3s into the ship. She what? I'm gathering that's impressive. She rewired one of the nuclear reactors from the ship's number one engine. That's... Playing with atomic dynamite? Nobody said deep space travel would be safe, but she got it to work. And 12 hours later, she vanished. One of the members of my team, our medical officer, Dr. Selberg, was secretly working against us, picking off my crew. How did you find out it was him? Luck. Process of elimination. Desperation. He got sloppier at the end. Fourier disappeared the day after she got the engine to work, and then our AI lost power right when we were going to start our final system calibrations. It felt like someone didn't want us leaving the station. I wish I could say that I started thinking straight when he and I were the only ones left, but I was so paranoid by that point, I think I would have turned on anyone who was with me. You attacked him? Best defense. 
I figured it was just a matter of time before he tried to kill me. So I incapacitated him and I ran. I got on the ship we'd constructed and left him behind. Not my proudest moment. So you had a spaceship and it worked. Why are you back here? <laughs> you think I did that on purpose? As soon as I was clear from the station's perimeter, I programmed the navigation computer on a course back to Earth. I put myself into cryosleep, set the system to wake me up when we arrived. And it did exactly that, only when I came out of cryo, I wasn't back in the solar system, I was back here. With the engines going critical and just enough power to limp into your docking bay. Why would your ship pull a U-turn like that? I was hoping you two might be able to shed some light on that. Captain, we... We had no idea you were even out there. And even then, I mean, overriding a ship's navigation mid-travel? We don't have the hardware for that kind of party trick. Then what the hell happened to me? Well... Maybe you did make it back to Earth, but command intercepted the vessel before life support woke you up. Sending you back does sound like Cutter's idea of a joke. Or maybe your ship was sabotaged. Someone placed a program in the computer to make sure you ended up back here? Maybes aren't going to cut it here. I need answers. This is still the Hephaestus, so those are kind of in short supply. But let's see what we can do. Hera, can you interface with the ship's nav computer? Um, it'll take some time for my system to sync with the directory, but, uh, I might be able to access the navigation log. Get that conversation started. Let's see if we can figure out where the good captain's wonkivator got turned around. Roger that. Hira? Census Unit 200 Series. She's the Hephaestus mother program. We had a mother program. Rhea, she was a technological predecessor of Hira's. She was a friend. We'll help you figure this out, but... We're going to need a little bit of time. All right. So, what happened to you? What do you mean that you found out about Command the hard way? Before we go over that, Captain, there's something you should see. Minkowski, how may I be of assistance today? Are you still trying to eliminate Specimen 34? I'm here to give you one last chance. Oh? At what? What happened to Captain Loveless? How did the first Hephaestus mission end? <sighs> we have been over this many times. And we're gonna go over it one more time. What happened Is this some sort of obscure interrogation technique? Her ship malfunctioned and she fell into the star. Final answer? Yes, for the last time. Captain Loveless is... I'm sorry, Dr. Selberg. What, were you just lying? No. You. No. No, not you. You can't be here. You can't be here. I beg to differ. No. This is... You did this. You and Eiffel. This is some 
Some kind of trick. Some sort of... How about now? You still think this is a trick? Is this hand on your throat just a trick? Please. Can't. Breathe. Then stop wasting your breath. Please, Commander. She's killing me. You're only good to me as a source of information, and uh, if you're just going to lie... No, no, not lie. Never said. They, they said she... They? Oh, that's interesting. Please, I... Don't interrupt. We're about to dazzle you with our tiny little soldier's brains. Whoa, easy. We don't... We have this theory. You never even saw what happened to my ship. You got knocked unconscious in engineering, and when you woke up, I was gone. Then you called command, and they were the ones that pieced it all together. They were the ones that told you my ship had crashed, and you never questioned it, because the thought never even occurred to your big genius brain that command might not be telling you the truth, that they might be playing you the way they play all of us. No, they would never... Okay, that's enough. Loveless, drop him! Well, when you come up with a better theory, you let us know. In the meantime, just something for you to think about. Think about it long and hard. Wait. Wait, please. How's our house guest? Fine. I've given her Hilbert's old quarters. Hira, can we institute radio silence for the next ten minutes? Done. You may talk freely. How'd the interrogation go? She went a little more bad cop than I expected. But it's really her. Hilbert ID'd her as the real Loveless. You sure? More than sure. I had never seen him like that. He was terrified. Uh, yeah. He's not the only one. Back up a sec. So it really is Loveless? The Captain Loveless? It looks that way. Unless either one of you has a good alternate explanation. Maybe she's some kind of, like, clone thing? Or a really good robot replica. Do we have a Voight Conf kit somewhere on board? No, because those only exist in science fiction movies. Be sensible. Oh, yeah. Because here on the Hephaestus, we only deal with sensible things, like mutant plant monsters and genetically engineered death viruses. Is everything a joke to you? Only things that are ridiculous, which lately, yeah, pretty much everything. Simmer down. Look, I'm thrilled to have someone on board that can put the fear of God into Hilbert, but... That doesn't mean there isn't something very wrong with the situation. Like what? 
Time to think about what you're gonna. Ah! I mean, ah, Captain Loveless. I was just looking for you. Were you now? I was looking for you, but I, I didn't expect to find you in here. So you were looking where you didn't expect to find me. When you say it like that, I'm either an idiot or. Super Zen. You've been kind, Officer Eiffel. Let's go with the latter. Thanks. 
and uh, there's some tea, well, uh, really some seaweed bits and lukewarm water in Hilbert's, uh, I mean, in your room, if, if you want. Thank you. Um, do you know what you're doing? Am I tampering with a carefully arranged system? <laughs> Compromising critical work. I might have to jiggle some dials back and forth, maybe even adjust the volume. It's not a big deal or anything, but... But I'm in your territory. Well, I, I guess it's still technically your territory. Ranking captain and all that. Me sucky-ass casa, a su sucky-ass casa. I actually wanted to investigate those alien transmissions Commander Minkowski mentioned. We were pretty much on radio silence for the entire mission. Oh, well, it's not quite as simple as just turning on the receiver and button mashing. It's actually pretty tricky to find the right frequency and isolate the... <laughs> you were saying? Well, my job just gets more and more pointful with each passing day. <laughs> so this is it. This is it. The Dorado Constellation Mystery Symphony in all its glory. It's strange. I thought there'd be... more to it. Something... special. Alien. It's just music. Just... Good old radiated electromagnetic waves traveling at the speed of light. Hmm. Well, it seems like you deal pretty well with strange. Huh. I'm glad it looks that way. That's all, folks. Thus concludes tonight's performance. There will be no encores. What was that? Eh, probably just here adjusting the AC. Either that or the plant monster's on the move. The what? Ah. Nobody's told you about the plant monster yet? All right, Hira. You should be able to manage all the ship systems now. How's the structural scan looking? Well, the ship is mostly made out of material components that could be extracted from the Festus structure. However, there are multiple elements that I can't trace back to any of the blueprints. I guess it's possible that Goddard Futuristics updated the station design in the time between the mission iterations. Yeah, or someone's trying to pull our leg. I'm gonna go to the back and examine the engine. Be careful, I'm picking up radiological fissures. That'd be the VX3 core they took from the number one engine. I can't believe they found a way to stabilize it. I'm... I'm not sure they did, strictly speaking. The power levels have been fluctuating wildly ever since the ship came into my service. And on top of that, there are multiple mechanical faults improperly shielded. Bottom line. Can this thing be made safe? Will it fly? scrap metal that's been taped together around a nuclear reactor. I'm not sure what's keeping it together right now, and it's parked. Forget about moving at a sublight arc. 
and you would recommend? Decoupling it from the Hephaestus and letting it collide with the star. And doing so before it gives you all radiation poisoning or reacts violently. <sighs> Hera, this might be a chance for us to get home. It might be the last one we ever get. It's an atomic hazard. The only thing that spaceship is going to do is blow up and kill us all. Maybe, but it's too rare an opportunity to pass up. I'm not going to make any rash decisions. Keeping it attached to the station is the rash decision, Commander. Hira? What's wrong? Nothing, sir. If we left on this spaceship, you wouldn't be able to come with us, would you? I don't know. Probably not. No. None of the memory banks on that ship are powerful enough to contain my consciousness, and the ship's cabin doesn't have the dimensions to store my central processing unit, or the facilities I need to partition my just... Just... No. If you went back to Earth on that ship, I'd have to stay behind. I'm sorry, Hera. I don't know what to say. But you guys can't pass up a chance to get out of here. I know. I wouldn't ask you to. I do still mean it, though. I don't think that shit is salvageable. Well, if this craft is too far gone, then... Hira? Am I... Am I looking at what I think I'm looking at? Uh, one second. Adjusting my infrared scans to get a better... Hira, get a bead on Eiffel's location. If he's alone, get him to the bridge. Otherwise, just... just find him. Now. Yes, sir. (laughs) 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 Empty man? What's an empty man? Who knows? But that's the point. We have no clue. We're just sitting here with this countdown. (laughs) Right. And when it gets to zero. We're all going to get eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's mental. Yeah. Well, that's command for you. Always good for a nervous breakdown. (laughs) (sighs) Didn't. Did you mean what you said in that last log? When you get back to Earth, are, are you really going to call Edmund Dantes on Cutter and the rest of command? Them, Selberg, and everyone else that had a hand in this freak show. They took a lot of important people away from me. Captain, I'm... Hey, Commander. Whoa! What's going on? Don't move. Keep your hands where I can see them. Eiffel, get away from her. Easy, easy. Let's take deep breaths here. Eiffel, she's dangerous. Get behind me right the hell now. No, use your words. Why are you going full metal jacket? What's happened? Do as she says, Officer Eiffel. Captain Loveless, in my capacity as commanding officer of this station, I am placing you under arrest. On what grounds? Don't. Don't feign innocence with me. Have you made up your mind on whether you're going to leave me behind when you steal my ship, Commander? Hey, hey, what? What is... What's going on with that crazy talk? That's... Stop with the crazy. Nobody's getting left behind. Right, Commander? You sure about that, officer? 
What if I'm a clone? Or a robot? You couldn't have heard that. The comms were off. Tiny recorder and transmitter attached to the magazine release, set up to broadcast directly to a battery-operated radio receiver. That, Officer Eiffel, is the point of carrying an empty gun. You're going to have to do better if you want to leave me out of the loop. I invented being paranoid on this station. Okay, fine. We did a bad thing. We should have invited you to sit at the big kid's table, but as far as we knew, you were dead, and we were kind of freaking out, okay? But nothing's happened, so let's put our guns down and talk this through. She has a gun pointed at all of our heads. There's an explosive device wired into the core of her ship's engine. If she pulls that trigger, the Hephaestus will get blown into cosmic dust. Did you really think I'd come back into my station without the means to defend myself? Well, that's all over now. Gear is working to jam all transmissions between the station and your ship. And as soon as that's done, you're going to luxuriate in one of the cells on your station while we disarm that monstrosity. And if you want to live, you'll tell your AI to stop jamming. Now. Why? Because of this. What's that? Insurance. Dead man switch connected to a heart rate monitor. It constantly broadcasts a signal to the bomb on my ship's engine. If that signal stops, it will detonate. If my heart stops, it will detonate. My heart speeds up too much. Kaboom. So, unless you want to put us all out of our misery in the next 30 seconds, you're going to stop trying to be clever and put your gun down. No. You'd be killing yourself. I don't buy it. Then you've never been as scared as I have. And what exactly do you plan to do with all this mutually assured destruction? Do? Officer Eiffel, I'm going to do exactly what you wanted me to. I'm going to prove that I'm the real Captain Loveless and that I am not working for command, but I'm done waiting for you to make up your mind and trust me. We're going to be doing things a little differently now. There's a new sheriff in town and I'm not taking suggestions, complaints, or objections. Here's what we're going to do. You are going to help me restore my ship's flight capabilities. We are going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. When it's ready, we are all getting off this station and going back to Earth. Oh, and one more thing. As we go, we're going to set off explosive charges and blow this station to kingdom come. We're going to make sure that no one sets foot on this station ever again. Anything else happens, and we all- I think that you're done threatening us. And I am not in a place where I care about what you think, Commander. But one way or another, whatever game Command is playing with this station is over. Welcome to my Cold War, kids. Fasten your seatbelts, stay out of the way, and don't try me. Any questions? Wolf 359 will return on September 7th. This has been Wolf 359, written and directed by Gabriel Urbana. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Shosharko. The role of Hero was played by Michaela Swee. 
and the role of Loveless was played by Cecilia Lynn Jacobs. Original music by Alan Rohde, an audio recording by Jared Paul. Tonight's space transmission was The Introduction and Rondo Capriccioso in A Minor by Camille Saint-Saëns. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, please consider leaving a review on our iTunes page. Visit us at wolf359.fm to get full episodes and extras, or follow us on Twitter at wolf359radio for more information on our show. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is Dungeon Master meets High School English Teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Oh, you rolled a one! Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts.